we're going to um, invite Saul, Solomon, um, he's going to come up and lead our worship this morning, but I'm going to just give a quick interview, because I think we, we um, who, who of us know, recognizes Saul? Oh, there we go. Excellent. So, so some of us will know um, Solomon, some of us will miss having him around, and, um, and I, we, I'd love just to hear a bit about his journey over the last, um, I think it's 18 months now, isn't it? Yeah, um, that you, yeah. So, so it's fantastic to have you back. Um, but I'm just going to ask, um, actually, Saul's got a, a, an amazing testimony of those last 18 months. And I think in, in the future, we'll hear like a fuller version of that. But just for, um, for kind of leading us into worship, because you're going to be leading us uh, in a moment, it would be lovely just to hear a little bit about the last 18 months, kind of a snapshot of that. And then... Um, the next question just being, what, what has God been doing in your life in that time? Yeah? yeah? yeah. Oh, hello. Um, so, a few people have seen me kind of around St. Mary's before. I was um, from kind of the age of 13. I started taking drugs quite seriously. Um, and that led on to 18 pretty much when I went into um, a place called Patel. It's a Christian rehab uh, ministry as well. They got them dotted all over the UK, um, all over the world. But um, I was, it wasn't just the, the issue that I was taking drugs, but a lot of the issue was that the reason I took drugs was to kind of push everything else down kind of deep inside. And I didn't have a place to go and kind of reach out and express myself to. Um, so I had a lot of anger, a lot of hatred, um, anxiety, depression, all the kind of, people in Patel call it the standard characteristics of, of an addict, which is, it's a shame because it's true, everyone who comes in, you know, we all have th those things in common. Um, but I, I knew of God, I didn't know God at the time, you know, I was, I was here, but I wasn't present, I was around um, for the milkshakes we used to do and youth and everything. But um, I wasn't listening. Everything was kind of going in one ear and out the other. Um, I've been in hospitals, well, countless times for, um, whether it be to do with alcohol, trying to take my own life, um, everything, in and out of college a lot. Uh, I did music for college, which I loved, but again, I had something else, that really a giant that really had a hold of my life. Um, and I found, um, a person, actually, a social carer called um, Dora, who's not here today, but um, turns out she actually went to Patel herself. She's a Christian. She's an amazing, amazing woman. But um, it was God, God really working. The initial social worker I was meant to have felt ill, couldn't see me. A couple of other programs that they got for me, you know, just didn't run through for whatever reason. And I met her. And um, I applied when I was 17. I had to wait till I was 18. Um, and I got in, and I am what they call the baby of Patel. I'm the youngest there. It ranges from me at the time I was 18, going up to people who are 60 years old um, and all of that. And you're literally in a ministry where you've got God in your face 24-7. You can't escape. And, you know, you live in a house with 40 guys. Um, they've got a girl's house as well. Um, started off in Nottingham, which is really good. You do different kinds of work. I started off doing labor, so bricklaying, slabbing, all of that. And then I worked in the cafe for a little bit, became a barista. Um, and then I went to Derby and I did tree surgery, which was quite cool. So going up massive trees, you know, you're cutting stuff down, 
big kind of alpha male adrenaline kind of kind of thing which felt awesome and I actually um, I help kind of run the um, restoration side of furniture now at the moment but um yeah I mean looking looking back looking at my family I had a great family you know none of them have got everyone's got issues but none of them had, had to kind of hide behind this big cover of kind of drugs and addiction but um God's done a lot of work in my life in the last 18 months. And the, the big difference is I laid myself aside and kind of thought, okay, I've got to listen, I've got to change my life. Um, and it's great to be back as well. It's, just, it's weird, it's a deja vu kind of thing. I haven't been back since I left, so I'm kind of walking around. Yeah, everything feels a bit nostalgic and everything. But yeah, it's really, really good to be back. Just thank everyone who came as well. And my mum reached out to half of the UK telling them I was coming back. But yeah, no, it's great to see everyone in that. But yeah, thank you. Fantastic. I'm just going, uh, one follow-up question, if I may, and then we'll pray for you. But um, I, I, I know you've been musical. You've always been musical. Yeah. Um, so could you just tell us a little bit about kind of how, well, music and now worship. You know, uh, you, you're going to lead us in worship. So how, how did that all happen for you? Uh, so, well, I came in to Battelle, and, you know, when you come in, do you fill out a form, what did you do for a job? I didn't have a job, so you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm 18, people like bankers, all this and that. And I said, oh, I did music, and they looked at me as if I was stupid. What do you mean you do music? You know, I do music. No one believed me. Fast forward a few months, they see me on YouTube and that, oh, okay, you do music, so what? And um, they wouldn't let me near a drum kit or anything for ages, because the whole thought of um, brings back past things, sending you out the door. So I was literally kept away from music for, for about four or five months. I wasn't allowed to touch anything, which for me was probably worse than actually taking the drugs. I felt I was going insane. Um, I, love, I love my, what they call secular music and that. But um, when I got asked to do worship, um, by far the first, the first time I did it, I don't think you could actually understand what I was playing. It's a lot harder to do than normal music, but it's put a place, you know, it's filled a place in my heart that um, secular music doesn't fill. And it just went up from there, really. Started off with drums, then I did bass, and went through a couple of the instruments, and then at Derby now, I ended up leading it. I don't know. I can't explain how. I've got no idea. But, but yeah. Oh, thank you, Sol. And thank you so much for leading. It's, I mean, it's just a real joy to have Solomon back um, and have him leading worship, because, you know, who, who would have thought 18 months ago that this would, this would be the day we're celebrating? Oh, sorry. Right, over to you, Saul and uh, Tish are going to lead us now, so let's stand and worship. So just real quick before we go in, um, just as I sat down there before, I had a scripture come to me from uh, Isaiah 60 verse 19. The sun will no more be your light by day, nor will the brightness of the moon shine on you, for the Lord will be your everlasting light, and your God will be your glory. No, I just felt that in my heart before, so... Um, yeah, let's, let's, let's do this. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, worship His holy name. 
sing like never before. Oh, my soul, I worship your holy name. The sun comes up, it's a new day dawning. It's time to sing your song again. Whatever may pass and whatever lies before me, let me be singing till the evening comes. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, worship his holy name. Sing like never before, oh my soul, I worship your holy name. You're rich in love and you're slow to anger. Your name is great and your heart is kind. For all your goodness I will keep on singing. Ten thousand reasons for my heart to find. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul. Worship His holy name. Sing like never before. Oh, my soul, I worship Your holy name. And on that day when my strength is failing, the angels near. Yeah, my time has come Still my soul will sing your praise Unending Ten thousand years and 